Financial Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Every morning at 9 o'clock or thereabouts, Sarah Cazell takes the wheel and drives this bus straight into the world of social media. At uh, Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter, Jared poses the questions. You give the answers, and we call it social studies. And it's here right now. Hi, Sarah. Woohoo! Hey, guys. All right, we are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata, and we are just going to dive right into it, seeing as it is already 9.05, as we always do after every Cardinals game, win or lose more often lose. Let's start with your biggest takeaways from last night's loss to the Patriots. Not non-Kyler Murray related. Sure. Actually, yeah, we will we will hone in on Kyler in a second. Um, just uh, the state of the organization right now is my big picture takeaway. It does, the, the Kyler Murray injury ties into it, but yeah. this is not going to be a fun offseason for the second straight year. No. Uh, and I'm saying that with the current regime in place, and I don't yeah. know what, what is happening on that front no. either. It's, 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 it's a mess. It's the lack of discipline that, that shows up in so many different ways, in so many key high-leverage situations, so mind-numbingly repeated. Repetitively, that you can set a clock by it, and th- and that to me, that to me is one of the takeaways from last night. Opposite of Kyler Murray, are you saying they're on schedule, Beck? Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, no, that, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that uh, they just make enough plays to get you beat, and that's yeah. it's it's rinse, repeat, all that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get to some of our listener responses. Robert Gwynn says, "I'm incredibly down because I'm convinced now." That leadership will use the injury excuse to bring back both Cliff and Kime and run it back next year. Yeah, a lot of people I, feel that way. I was, I'm, I'm, I was on fearful that of that before Kyler Murray got Totally. Hurt. And now it's if they were already using injuries as an excuse, why would they not use an injury to their franchise quarterback as mm-hmm. an excuse? So it mm-hmm. seems all but written at this point. Uh, Coach Tony says, when it rains, it pours. And even in a loss, Colt McCoy has no quit. That is true. Ray Bike says uh, the fact that the Cardinals have won, what is it, one of their last 12 home games now? Yeah. Over the last two seasons? Going back to last year, yeah. He says that is embarrassing. There is no home field advantage. Desert Dirtbag says Kyler Murray's biggest fear came true, getting injured. He's never going to be the same. I'm sad for him. Do you guys think that's true? He'll never be the same? I don't know about that. I, I think there's... Certainly a possibility. And, you know, people will point to quarterbacks with ACL injuries, but if you want a very extreme example, um, it was Robert Griffin III. Bick brought it up in the blast mm-hmm. today. There was some malfeasance uh, accused by Robert Griffin of the or- on the organization's part in Washington that contributed to his downfall and demise from a devastating offensive player as a rookie to not really doing anything the rest of his career. But you got examples all over the board about how these types of injuries have affected players. Yeah. Uh, Corpse Shasta, his biggest takeaway, and then we'll get to our next question. During halftime, I found a loaf of banana bread in the kitchen that I forgot I had. <laughs> I toasted a slice. I put on some cream cheese from the fridge. Uh, and I was reminded of how good cream, ge- cream cheese on banana bread is. I've never heard of that combo. That's Bic, quite interesting. I can attest it is absolutely delicious. Sounds delightful. You know who makes a killer banana bread? No. Patty, Patty Cazell. Wow. Yes, she does. My grandma B used well, Patty, to dominate Well, Patty, come on. Those. Send one under the studio. Oh, oven, yes. You know if she makes a loaf of banana bread, it's going straight to Jarrett Carlin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, she usually uh, bakes multiples, so ah. so we'll we'll make sure that everyone loaves. Gets... Yes, loaves <laughs> indeed. Yes. All right. Moving to our next question. Uh, the Cardinal season is over. Four games left, but it's over. Dan Bickley, you for weeks now have been referring to the zombie football portion of the season, where yep. they're just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. So we're asking our listeners, what what do you call this version of zombie football? Justin Prestigard says it's resume football. Anyone playing now is just trying to get their skills on tape for better offers down the road. Frank Lopez calls it a monument to the poor decisions by owners, execs, and coaches so far. Brian Barger calls it redundant football. It's the same junk we've seen all season. And Corey Decker says, oh, it's a new show. Coasting with Cliff and Kime. <laughs> Coasting with a K, of course. This is the type of scenario and the point in the season where you'll hear coaches and team personnel say, "This we're going to find out who wants to be here oh. next year. You know? In and week they put, 15? They put the onus on the players, but you know, this situation is, is very, very quickly careening towards... I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, because Eric Bledsoeing th- it. This has been this has been a study in dysfunction from day one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what yeah. else is there even to say? No doubt. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get to our next question. That was weird, Jared. Let's get to our next question. I did the same thing you guys did. Yeah, it was weird when you did it though. <laughs> okay. Eat a hand fruit, Jared. Yeah, ma on that hand fruit, Jared. Okay, movie titles. We haven't done this in a minute on Social Studies. What movie title would you use to describe Kyler Murray's 2022 season? A lot of good responses here. Let's get right to them. Okay, you got it. The Nightmare Before Christmas, says AZ Kid. That's good. That's good. Ooh, this one's a little depressing. Chris says, Gone in 60 Seconds. (laughs) Yeah, right? That was about right. Uh, S'morecart says, Titanic, because, spoiler alert, Rose just let go. Totally yeah. space on the Rose door. really got off easy in that movie. <laughs> well, she had to live with the guilt, don't you think? Then she threw away a priceless diamond right it's into the ocean. 84 years. 84 years. <laughs> um, unbreakable? Un, 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 unbreakable? Is, yeah, that, is, is that the name of a movie? Unbreakable is. Ooh, Daryl Lee dropped one of my all-time favorites. Clueless. That's good. <laughs> Tremendous movie. <laughs> Um, what else do we have here? Do you guys have any uh, any other movie titles? We have Armageddon, courtesy of Danielle Haney. A couple that I can't read. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Dazed the, and Confused. The Heist, The Abyss, Series of Unfortunate Events. That's a oh, very good gosh. one from Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaving yeah, yeah. out the lemony sn- snicket part of it. Boss Baby. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Almost Famous. Oh. Uh, now you see me, now you don't. Yeah, Armageddon. It's one of those questions with Groundhog with the movie Day. titles. You could, yeah, Groundhog Day is a good one. You could, you could make a connection to almost anything <laughs> negative there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. thank you, Sarah. Thank, thank you, Sarah. Social thank studies. You. Thanks to everybody who chimed in with your creativity on social studies today at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Uh, we are right in the middle of Holiday Heroes 2022 benefiting Operation Santa Claus. It's presented by Sanderson Ford broadcasting live from GCU Championship Golf Course. we got another great prize to give away before we get out of here at 10 o'clock today. How do you donate? How do you help Operation Santa Claus? You text the word donate 
to 620-620. Make a minimum donation of $20. You'll be entered to win all this great autographed sports memorabilia and experiences that were given away. Plus, your $20 donation gets you four entries into the drawing to win a Sanderson Ford F-150 Super Crew truck or Lincoln Corsair. And uh, we continue Holiday Heroes, uh, but some Cardinal talk coming up next. Uh, they've reached a new low point, unfortunately, in 2022. We'll get into it straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Dan Bickley and Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, that's tough. I, mean, I feel for our fans, our players. Um, you want to come in here and, and uh, put on a good show and... Um, you know, find a way to get wins, and for no reason, we're finding ways to lose more at home, and that's something we got to work at. Cliff Kingsbury with the uh, Cardinals Radio Network is a post-game interview with Paul Calvisi last night after a 27-13 loss to the New England Patriots at State State Farm Stadium. One and eleven going back to last year in their last twelve home yeah. games, uh, and something you've hit on a couple times. And that's another ingredient in this messy, uh, this messy stew of what the Cardinals have going right now. You know, mix in the the injury to Kyler Murray, big part of it. Uh, all of the free agents, the lack of su- success on the football field, but mm-hmm. this home mystery has got to be gnawing at everybody involved. Yeah, there was a time not too long ago, Bick, and you were there for it, front row, just like I was. Where not only were Cardinal fans uh, taking pride in quote unquote defending the nest. You know, being a part of the Red Sea, they were treated to very entertaining football at State Farm Stadium. Mm-hmm. Even if, if you know games uh, that weren't won by the Cardinals, some great football games in a stretch from about 2014 to about 2017. Yeah, uh, and those days are long gone. Then you had uh, then you had two games in the 2020 pandemic season that were great moments. It was the the <laughs> the, the, the Hail Murray from. Uh, Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins, followed by that dramatic win over the Seahawks with the Isaiah Simmons overtime interception. Yes. But that's been it. It's it really has been I I haven't seen anything like this because the fans it, weren't there for those games. Listen, <laughs> if you go through the narrative arc of this franchise, um, the era at Sun Devil Stadium is is roundly reviled for everything that it for everything that it was. It was a college football stadium in the middle of the desert with aluminum bleachers, and it was just a bad bad deal. And they never had a chance at a home field advantage, and so they go, come out to Glendale, and and they. Come Cultivate this thing, and it and it's working, and the fans are vested, and and it's just gone, and it's really really sad that that this football team has really lost that level of engagement with its fan base, and you know it, it, this is not the time to get into the conversation about the value of tickets and 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 how commodified we have become in the world of sports and how sports fans have, have, have really kind of prioritized what they can get out of the business of sports rather yeah. than the emotional enjoyment of it all. But this is something they got to pay attention to. There's, uh, there's, yeah, they've, they've got a, they've definitely got a public relations issue on their hands. There's yeah. no doubt about Specific that. Specific to last night's game, even though Kyler Murray went down on the third play from scrimmage and you know kind of sucked the energy out of the building, uh, and it's why wouldn't it uh, when it, when it appeared that serious? And we still haven't received uh, any notification or update on uh, the MRI results. At some point, they'll come down today. 
Uh, but the Cardinals had chances. The Cardinals had chances still to they, – they remained competitive. Uh, a couple plays here or there, they might win that football game. Cliff Kingsbury was asked by Paul Calvisi, hey, that DeAndre Hopkins fumble, uh, was that the turning point in the game? I think so, yeah. I thought our defense was playing um, well at that point, and, and that you know gave them the lead. And then, um, you know, we weren't able to convert the fourth down, and it just kind of got, got out of hand. Uh, Hopkins himself talked about the fumble. Obviously, the fumble, I think, hurt us more than anything. Uh, so, you know, I take responsibility for, um, you know, for that. And I think that's where everything went downhill when they got that, the momentum. It just seemed like, um, you know, it kept coming. So that's on me. You know, I take full responsibility. The uh, the game was also notable in that there was uh, there was any number of injuries. A lot of players went down. Ramondre Stevenson left the game yes. for the Patriots. So did Devontae Parker. So did Jack Jones. They had a dude on the Zach Patriots Allen. who were playing both both ways, wide receiver and quarterback, and making plays. Uh, Marco Wilson left the game. Zach Allen had a cast on his hand. So there's going to be some uh, attrition coming out of this. And again, it, it's uh, I would say that you know the the next few weeks I'm not. sure sure that the aesthetics of watching this football team are going to be all that because because of everything because the injuries to, to Kyler Murray because this is a team now completely playing out the string because they have no chance of posting a winning record they're playing for nothing but pride and jobs and that that hits different players in different ways it does so now it's Colt McCoy's show the rest of the way and uh, you know watching Colt McCoy knowing that the Cardinals dressed two quarterbacks. They got three plays out of one of them. Murray leaves the game. And with the way that game you know, shook out, at the end of that game with the Cardinals needing to throw, to tr- because it was still within reach, and Colt McCoy just got, he, he just got abused by that Patriots defense. And you're holding your breath thinking, who's going to play quarterback if Colt well, McCoy goes out? And, and the shame of it all is, to me, at least in the context of the game itself, is that I know there have been people who have been hyper-focusing on how many different combinations the offensive line has had and how many games have been missed. Um, I, the offensive line, before that thing turned into a two-score, throw-every-down kind of game, they held up really well. They've they been holding up fairly well. Yeah, the Cardinals ran the ball decently with they James sure Conner, who's running more physically yeah. than I think we were seeing at this point. Uh, you know, the, yep. Kyler Murray wasn't under, or excuse me, the, uh, Colt McCoy wasn't under immense pressure for a lot of that game until it became a, hey, we've got to throw the ball in every down. I think you're right. And, and, you know, I've been wanting to make this point, too, on the offensive line because that seems to be the, the starting and ending point for a lot of people when they evaluate the season. Mm-hmm. Couldn't win with that line. And, yeah, it's been ravaged. They've used so many different players on that line. They had another combination, their ninth different starting combination in, in, in 13 games last night. But let's start at, at square one. You know, mm-hmm. some people thought, um, you know, that was going to be a strength of the team if they remained healthy. I, I think it was a marginal offensive line to begin with. Plus, there was always the questions about Rodney Hudson. Always. Yeah, and again, we went into this season, the Cardinals went into this season, Yeah, you know, knowing full well that 40% of their starting offensive line considered retirement in the offseason. Mm-hmm. That's not a great jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Just another, another item 
of man, just despair, I yeah. guess is the yeah. word I would use. Yeah, listen, and so you've you've got you've got four games ahead of you. The, there's uh, that Christmas uh, night game against Tampa and Tom Brady. I don't know what that is going to look like. You've got to end the season in San Francisco. You better buckle your chin strap for that one. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to go down as one of the most just bizarre, drama-filled, disappointing seasons. I, I it's it's been relentless, Vinny. Yeah. Relentless. The 2022 college football playoff semifinals coming to State Farm Stadium on December 31st, featuring number two Michigan against number three TCU. They square off for the first time ever in the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Head to the contest page now at ArizonaSports.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets as we continue. Holiday Heroes, we're broadcasting live from the GCU Championship Golf Course. It's presented by Sanderson Ford. And coming up next, we'll be joined by the president of Sanderson Ford, David Kimmerly, uh, as we continue Holiday Heroes. And you can get involved, too, by texting DONATE to 620-620, giving away great sports memorabilia all day long. Make a donation of at least $20, and you are entered. More details on that straight ahead as well here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, mornings on 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Broadcasting live from Grand Canyon University Golf Course, this is Arizona Sports Holiday Heroes, presented by Sanderson Ford, benefiting Operation Santa Claus. Yeah, we are live at the GCU Championship Golf Course, where it's a great day for golf. It's a great day for you to donate as well to help out Holiday Heroes. Uh, and Operation Santa Claus, which is made up of five great organizations, and more on that. Uh, the whole thing's presented by Sanderson Ford, and it's our pleasure to welcome uh, to the show the president of Sanderson Ford. And you you see him on the commercials, you hear him on the radio commercials, David Kimmerly, our guest, along with his wife, Jill. Uh, thank you for being here, and thank you, uh, first and foremost, for everything you do for Operation Santa Claus. Well, you guys are amazing. Uh, the partnership over the years is is incredible. And then Holiday Heroes is, is special to all of us, because uh, military and kids is exactly what we're about. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to thank you. I, I mean, this is, you know, we've been through COVID, we've been all the baloney that's been going on. This is, you've maintained a direction. You didn't get caught up in the politics. I just love you guys because well, thank you, man. what you do. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you for all you do. Likewise. Too. So let, let's talk about the gratification you guys get from, from hosting this because the, the community outreach with this is phenomenal. The beneficiaries of Holiday Heroes, um, they do great work in the community. Yes, they do. Kids and military. And, you know, it's such a small military compared years ago. And the little things that we're able to do uh, in this in the Valley with MAM Military Assistance Mission, as well as Fighter Country Partnership uh, at Loop, we do a lot of things out there. But Holiday Heroes, it just brings it all together. We really need to take time and, and thank these people. And that's what you've done for years. And Operation Santa Claus has been a Sanderson Ford uh, staple, a staple yeah. for oh, so yeah. many years. I can remember for years and years hearing Al McCoy do the radio commercials yeah. and the television commercials. 22 years. 22 years. 22 years. Can, can yeah. you tell us about the, the origins, the genesis of, of Operation Santa Claus and, and, and you know how it's grown over the years? Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things that we were thinking about. What do we do to pay back? You know, it, this, is a, this is a major league city. And so consequently, we got to do it. So Max Surston's our, our uh, advertising. 
advertising manager is he's the father of this he said you know this is something if we can just start this off and have a few charities we'll let do food clothes toys and some money and it has grown over the 22 years uh, uh, it, it, we've hit over a million dollars the last couple of years and this is going to exceed that this year and with all the needs we have uh, with everything that's going on in the world this is makes it really special and again today is special for what you're doing right. because the holiday heroes um you know they don't get enough recognition no i agree with that and and it's you know we have become so divided and it's, it's so politicized the last i don't know five to ten years that that sometimes we kind of use we lose that sight of of we're here to help each other we're here to lift each other up we're here to help people who are not as fortunate and that's a good thing that's not a sign of weakness and no, we sir. need to kind of get back into touch with that don't you think i do i do it's it's uh it's something that people have forgotten and to come back to our roots this is what it's all about and that's why i say at arizona sports you have maintained this throughout all the political garbage and sports and here you are, number one in the valley and just incredible. David Kimberly, the president of Sanderson Ford, the presenting sponsor of Holiday Heroes, is our guest. It's been around for over 20 years, 22 years, you said. Uh, we want to get people to donate to help out these great charities, uh, great organizations. To donate, you text the word donate. That's all you do to 620, 620, minimum donation of $20. We've got a great list of sports memorabilia we're giving away. We're going to give away a J.J. Watt jersey here in just a little bit that's been autographed by J.J. Watt. Uh, but also your $20 donation gets you uh, four entries into the drawing to win a Sanderson Ford F-150 Super Crew truck or a Lincoln Corsair. So. Uh, David, that's what we call on this show uh, a win-win. Uh, if you can help out the community and maybe get something nice for yourself and uh, check two of those boxes, uh, that, that's what we're all about here. Absolutely. You know, the opportunity to win a new vehicle, you have a choice of a car or, or a truck, a Lincoln or a Ford. And uh, these are not just skimpy little things. They're fully loaded. Oh, yeah. Oil. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's worth it. So, yes, thank you. Operation Santa Claus is made up of five organizations. St. Mary's Food Bank, SARC, the Southwest Autism Research and Resource Center, Military Assistance Mission of Arizona, uh, Special Olympics Arizona, Chicanos Por La Casa. Um, tell us about your c connection with these five organizations, because we were talking off the air that you know, this has been kind of a rotating group of, of organizations you've worked with. Uh, but this particular group of five, near and dear to your heart, why? You know, uh, nobody really understands what the St. Mary's Food Bank does until they get involved. Mm -hmm. It's so much bigger than a food bank, all the things that they do. And we've been with them 22 years. They do a magnificent job. We collected a lot of food at the State Fair this year with We Care Fridays, and it sustained them for several months. Now with Operation Santa Claus, uh, over the years, they've been able to go into several months of, of needs, and uh, consequently, it's been wonderful. Sark has been with us 22 years mm -hmm. southwest autism wow. resource and research center they do so many things uh for for young people they they uh, it goes beyond that they have the culinary works the garden works and so on oh, so yeah. all these things as kids get bigger and, and adults they need a, a skill uh -huh. and this is what they do and providing support to parents of children with autism it, it's it's it that's a distinct need Absolutely. And, you know, they have a grandparents uh, uh, area that they really focus in. So everybody understands uh, what's going on with these with these children. And they're all special. You had mentioned the military assistance mission. I love their 
they're saying that that freedom isn't free, and and, and I know that that's that is something that obviously it, it speaks to you that that the men and women who serve our country should not be struggling with poverty when they return. Absolutely not, and that's what we in the military assistance mission. Someone comes back from being deployed, and they need rent or they need a roof on their house or whatever it may be. Maybe they need their car fixed. Uh, this is what they do, and also those that are still here that the the ones that are deployed they get all the green uniforms and everything they can wear but the people at home get forgotten right that's right that's right it's true <laughs> so so sometimes uh you know they're they're able to be helped through through ma'am and margie bond started that uh years ago and it's just been very special uh and uh chicanos por la casa we've oh. been around since 1969 but uh, in this area of the country obviously uh, very you know fingerprints all over this community yes the the work that they do in the hispanic community and in the community in general is is amazing and they're uh, the kids that come to their to their home and uh they just they help everyone it's a big family thing and uh, special olympics of arizona i, I think everybody listening knows <laughs> to a degree what they do oh, yeah. but that doesn't make it less of a magical organization the, the work they do every year for for adults children with disabilities is just it's unreal i think there's 25 30,000 uh people kids and young people that uh get involved and of course sports is uh is a uh a special language uh and it's a unifier it, it unifies yes exactly thank uh, you um no thank you again uh david kimberly president of sanderson yeah. ford uh the presenting sponsor of holiday heroes while we're here we want to uh we, we want to show what people can actually win by donating, texting the word donate to 620-620, making that $20 donation. We've got all kinds of great merchandise out on the table there, uh, and it's time to give away another uh, prize for the 9 o'clock hour. And uh, this hour's winner of an autographed J.J. Watt Red Cardinals jersey is... Oh, look at you. Oh, you're on fire today. <laughs> My own special sound effects and everything. Eric Swanson. Eric, Eric Swanson. You thought I was going to say Eric Swan. Wouldn't that be weird if Eric Swan won a J.J. <laughs> Watt jersey? jersey? That would be strange. Wow. I thought you were going to no. say Eric Sampsonite. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Swanson, you're the winner. Uh, congratulations. You can be like Eric. We've got more. Uh, Wolf and Luke are going to take over at 10 o'clock, and uh, they're going to start their giveaways off with an autographed basketball from DeAndre Ayton. Uh, all you have to do is make a donation. Text DONATE to 62620. At least $20 should be entered to win all these prizes. Plus, you get into the drawing. Uh, four entries into the drawing for the Sanderson Ford F-150 Super Crew Truck or the Lincoln Corsair. David, thank you so much for stopping by. Yes. Again, thank you for uh, thank all you, that Sanderson Ford does for Operation Santa Claus and Holiday Thank you Heroes. very much. This is so special. It's a great day. Appreciate you so much. Thank Appreciate you. It. David Kimberly, the president of Sanderson Ford, his wife Jill here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We will close out our portion of today's uh, programming with a little big red crosstalk. Wolf and Luke join us to talk Cardinals and the unfortunate loss to the New England Patriots last night. That is straight ahead here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. The home of Arizona Cardinals football. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, Wolf and Luke, Big Red Monday, Crosstalk. Cardinals lose to the Patriots last night on Monday Night Football 27-13. They are 4-9, and nine, and those are not the big stories of the day. The big story, of course, uh, coming out of that game, play number three. Kyler Murray goes down with a knee injury. Wolf and Luke join us here at the GCU Championship Golf Course. We'll continue holiday heroes. 
uh, for Operation Santa Claus starting at 10. But uh, that's where we got to start today, unfortunately. It's weird to do this in person, but we haven't done crosstalk in person in a really long time. Guys, how are you? I'm <laughs> oh, doing great. Dude. Oh, that's just great. Just yeah. Party yeah. Yeah. Time, man. Uh, Wolf, Wolf, myself, and Dave Pash, we, we rambled out of that stadium last night in a daze, kind of trying to get our, our heads around the questions now facing this organization. So Wolf is a guy who's played the game. What What is ahead of Kyler Murray, not just in terms of rehab, but psychologically to get back to being able to feeling free and loose on a football? Yeah, Danny, that's a great question. It really is. Um, I think metaphorically speaking right now, Kyler Murray's standing at a crossroad. He is. He's standing at a crossroad of his career right now. We all know the first three years that he was here, he got better every one of those years. Then he went ahead and he signed a contract, and guess what? He's taken a step back, and I think Kyler Murray would be the first one to tell you that he's taken a step back. Now he's at a crossroad. You're going to go straight. You're going to turn left. You're going to turn right. You're going to turn around and walk back. What are you going to do? The one thing we know you're not going to do is just stand there mm-hmm. at the crossroad. You've got to choose. In other words, something's got to give. Yeah. There's change on the horizon. Well, and Bick and I have talked about the psychological ramifications of an injury like that, especially for somebody so reliant uh, on his physical gifts, the physical and the psychological tie together. I'll ask you, Luke. I mean, when you have a, a player with a skill set like Kyler Murray and now coming off what we think will be an arduous rehabilitation process for knee surgery, what does that do to him physically? Where's your fear level that he can be the same Kyler Murray physically that he was before the injury? I think today you have to have that fear level. I mean, this obviously nothing is, is given. It's not just, okay, you, you were a really good rookie and you got better a couple of years and now you're set. I mean, now now you have this year, like Wolf just said, where he kind of leveled off or took a step backwards and this is a really bad injury. It doesn't mean you can't come back from it. And I get that Joe Burrow came back from a similar injury. We, I guess we don't technically know exactly what Kyler's injury is yet, but we know. Um but it, it, there's no given that you just come back and you're that guy. And 100%, he is, he is even if he's not running on plays, he it, one of his best attributes is being able to get away from guys in the backfield. And I can't imagine that's going to be there at the start of next season. I mean, he's a professional athlete. I would hope he's able to get that back at some point. But just mentally, when is when does that hesitation go away? I, I look at this, and in, in, it's so frustrating. And, and, and I hear you, and I hear the frustrations that you and Dave have sometimes during the broadcast because this team at times feels so close to being a good team, and they've played well against good teams, Philly, Minnesota, you name it, and yet they get into these high-leverage situations, and there's always the little things that hold them back, the the lack of discipline, the mistakes, the penalties, the things that keep recurring. What does that tell you about this team, and what? how do you address that? Yeah, Danny, you know, um, it's a mentality. It really is, and so much of the time it starts at the very top, and it goes to the coach, of course, and when I say the coach, I'm not just talking about uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I'm talking about everybody, all the coaches in the uh, in the uh, coaching rooms. Um, I think for the most part, the leadership has got to take hold of this because I, I agree with you. At some point in time, you've got to right the ship, and it's going to start with guys who actually are doing something. And I'm talking about guys that are on the field. Um, listen, uh, you're grown men. This is how you make your living. I think too much, you guys, it's not going to be surprising to you. You know my take on this. Um, I never look for a coach to make me better. I'm sorry. I got better, period, Mm -hmm. myself. I knew exactly what I had to do, go out and do it. Um, Coaching, I think, for the most part, 
is overrated in the National Football League. That's just me. Is it important? Yes, it is. Is it the end-all, be-all? I don't think so. There's, As you guys both well know, there's people clamoring for widespread change. The GM's got to go. The, the coach has got to go. Let's eliminate those possibilities for a second and just focus on the roster for, for 2023 and beyond. There's a lot of free agents on this team. And there's a possibility we could be looking at a four and thirteen Arizona Cardinals team at, at, at the at the end of all this with with everything that they're facing. Um, what are your biggest areas of need? And we'll have, we'll have these conversations for a long time in the off season. But right now, as we speak this morning, what are your biggest areas of need uh, for improvement uh, with this with this football team? Because I think there's going to be a lot of new faces next year. Yeah, I, th- I think there has to be. I don't think you can. I don't think you can run the same team out there and just say, "Hey, we were really hurt," even though you were really hurt. But I don't think you can just do that because I don't. I, <laughs> you're going to lose your fans if you just try and run the same team out there. But it's it's. It's complicated now, Vince, because if you asked me that question yesterday, I would have said, okay, you still need help in the secondary offensive line, these different areas, okay, maybe obviously a pass rush. But when Kyler Murray has that injury, I feel like everything has changed in the last 24 hours now because where is he going to be? Are you starting next season with that quarterback? Do you need to go out and get a quarterback? Like, everything's up in the air now. The entire paradigm has changed for this offseason. The entire paradigm. Every question you thought you had going into the offseason has totally changed. Well, something that you brought up in the the postgame last night, too, when I was listening to Wolf, was the way the Cardinals approached this this, uh, preseason, the training camp, and and the preseason games, you would thought they would come out smelling like a rose on the injury front, and the exact opposite's been true, so you never can plan for it. Everything, I think, is going to be examined everything and changes on the horizon, including maybe their color analyst. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) Uh, Guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, More Wolf and Luke, more Holiday Heroes coming up. Thanks to everybody out here at GCU Championship Golf Course. Uh, Thanks to Kyle Vandenbosch, Jerry Brown, David Kimmerly, and everybody who donated. Keep donating to Holiday Heroes 2022 here on Arizona Sports.